Of all the mystical icons in the land of Spagusha, one stands tall above the rest. The one who brings joy and cheer to the world and its children every winter solstice. The Klaus. Shrouded in mystery, the ways of this legendary being have gone for centuries rarely seen by living eyes, and no mortal has stepped foot into his workshop. Would you like to be the first? open your eyes and you feel okay you feel rested you feel like it's one of those rare mornings where somehow you know the rest of the day is going to be a good one and you're quite happy about that it's been a while since you've been this content it is confusing though because on any other day like this you would be somewhat worried or puzzled right now uh, if not filled to the brim with fear because you have no idea where you are uh this place is entirely unrecognizable to you. You've never seen it before in your life. That being said, it's not particularly interesting or frightening. Um, as you take in your surroundings, you determine that it just looks like any normal office waiting room. Uh, you're oh, sitting man. on a rather comfortable sofa with your other party members seated next to you, assumedly going through the same thought process you are. Uh, you're facing a wall that curves and connects two corners of the room diagonally. In front of you sits a wooden coffee table atop a rug and the fill Oh, and the room is filled with cliche uh, waiting room decorations such as uh, fake plants and framed pictures of beaches and lighthouses hung up on the walls. <clears throat> on the wall to your left is a closed door. To your right on the wall behind you, another closed door. And on the curved wall, another closed door. The only other thing of note you see is a sign stood up in the middle of the room. Uh, the text on it reads, Welcome, introduce yourselves, Vixen will be with you shortly. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Spagoot's Realms. I'm the DM this time. Yeah. Hey. Be awesome. Hey. <laughs> Yay. Hey, hey, hey. So hey. this is our bah, Christmas. Bah, 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 bah. This mm. is our Christmas, our Crimbusy one-off. Um, and for this one-off, uh, you guys have created some brand new one-off characters. Red, why don't you start and introduce your character? All right. Uh, like a. Well, where should I start? They're a, they're a big old furry. Of course. Um, <laughs> well, what would you expect from me? Uh, they're a kitsune. <laughs> um, their name is Alabaster Lovelock. They're a ranger, and they have a chaotic neutral alignment. Uh, they're they're an opera singer. They have purple eyes. I don't Sweet. really know what else to say. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Uh, and up next, Vin, introduce yours. Okay, so my character's name is Victoria Lovelock, and she's a barbarian, half-tiefling, half-orc. Nice. She's also chaotic neutral, and she's Alabaster's GF. Sweet. Oh, yeah, Alabaster is 30 years old. I forgot to oh, say okay. that. She's kind of an aged lesbian. All right, uh, now Kay, introduce yours. Uh, my character is Inga, the goblin inventor. The old goblin inventor. She's like <laughs> very she's old. old. You know, gray hair, wrinkles, the good stuff. Um, she has one arm. She used to be left-handed, but now she's right-handed. Um. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Visual storytelling. 
Um, and she dare I say she deals with explosives because she does, and she does it. I mean, I think a the lot. I think the arm story might um. Yeah. Yeah, she's might just lead some context clues. <laughs> yep, she's just she's my smart little bean. All right, awesome. And Ryan, who's your character? My character doesn't need introduction. <laughs> um, I am playing a strange man named Richard Flanagan. Yep. Um, he is a human. Um, his story. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> well, my story's a pretty good one at that. <laughs> I once ran a luscious estate, but then I was indebted. Then I ran a mob at one point. And in, in the meantime, I kind of learned some magic. And I'm good, good, chaotic good. Neutral, like everyone else. <laughs> is everyone? Um, everyone's chaotic. chaotic actually, neutral? I forgot to mention that. Ha, so everyone's everyone's chaotic. That uh, bodes well for this very organized world that I've <laughs> uh, come up with here. Uh, so, would you guys like to have a really quick moment of character introduction? Kind of uh, get familiar with each other in character oh, before God. we jump into it. Yeah. Hey, anyone here know where we are? No, I don't know where we are. And wherever we are, I'm sure glad that I'm stuck with you. That's sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Who even are you? Oh, nice to meet you. I'm uh, the one and only Count Flanagan. You may have heard of me. I'm gonna stop Before... you there. I'm gonna stop you yes. there. No, I haven't. Well, well, well. Well, maybe we can do a roll here. Maybe we can do a. <laughs> this will be a nice roll opportunity. Uh, why don't we all do <laughs> an intelligence check? Or it could be a religion check for some strange reason. Uh, okay, let's do a history check to see who all knows about Count Flanagan and his uh, his strange escapades, I got a his five. bizarre adventures. I got a five. Got a five, so you definitely have. I got heard an of eighteen. Him. Um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fifteen. Well, you, you, uh, you know about yourself, but not quite as much as you want to. Five <laughs> plus four. I got a nine. You got a nine? All right, so Vin is the only one uh, who has heard of Count Flanagan, uh, thankfully. Thankfully for who? Literally everyone else. Irrelevant. <laughs> literally, literally everyone. <laughs> I've heard of you on the wind, but... I don't know how I got there, but I mean... Eh. It was, it uh... Speaks. Cool. How about you, little goblin? What's your jam? I'm sorry, my own character voice is making me laugh before no, no, I even no, do it. No, it's okay. Oh, you excite us so much. What? It's really good. Hey, it's really good. It is really good. Keep doing it. Yeah, uh, I can't hear you. You have to speak up. Oh. When you are talking to me, I'm old. You're right. I'm, I'm being quite old, quiet. <clears throat> oh no. Who are you? Oh <laughs> God, I fucking hate fighting it. Okay. <laughs> I love you too, Carrie. Oh, you don't need to know me. It's fine. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna call you Pip. No, nope. That's my. That's not my name. Well, I don't my, know my your name, name so I'm gonna call you that. Nope. Dear, my name is Inga. At this moment, you hear the door to your left open up, and there stands a human woman. Uh, she has a no-nonsense air about her. Uh, she's very formal. That's good. But she seems benevolent. Uh, she's wearing a tailored suit, standard business attire, though it's a deep red color. Uh, her eyes move from person to person as she examines your party, and once Can she has taken in your presence, she says, 
Uh, yes, you all seem to be, uh, present and accounted for. Please follow me. And she, uh, beckons you to follow her back through the door and then steps inside. What the all fuck right. is this? I was gonna ask you if I could do an insight check. Yeah, sure. Inga's you- I'm gonna use some- I'm gonna use my trained eye as well. Okay. I'm just- Flanagan's uh, just like- I'll, I'll, I'll take care of- a, I'll take care of Red's insight check first, and then, uh, mm -hmm. I'll give- I'll give you any info that you need to know, okay, uh, privately. Oh, fuck. I think that was 13. That's a 13, I think. Okay, so with a 13, uh, you- she still seems very benevolent. She doesn't seem like she's, like, hiding anything, but she seems very, like, frazzled. Okay. Okay. Um, she she seems kind of stressed. I mean, she she has like a like like I said a very formal, uh, kind of feel. She's not really like in the mood. Trademark, if that makes sense. Mm. Uh, do you guys follow her inside the room? Most definitely. Flanagan's uh, right behind. All right. Uh, Inga goes last. Victoria's yeah, like, a bit uh, sus, but she does stand up. Uh, yeah. Al Alabaster kind of looks between the others, and when uh, she notices them standing up. She kind of follows too, but kind of, again, hanging back a bit. So, uh, you enter into the door, and the shape of this room is an exact mirror of the waiting room you were just in, but the decor is not. Uh, you walk inside to find a rather nice-looking office or study. Uh, bookshelves line the wall perpendicular to the door's location, uh, filled with nameless books. Just a buttload of volumes, no tags. Um, against the curved wall opposite the bookshelf sits a pretty big office desk. Uh, it looks standard. There's a computer and a few cups with uh, writing utensils in them. Uh, there's a coffee mug on it, some scatter papers that look weird and complicated and businessy, and so on. Um, you see the woman who called you inside sit down behind the desk in a large leathery chair and motion towards a few vacant, less impressive seats in the middle of the room. Uh, there seem to be just enough for all of you. This, along with pretty much everything else about her demeanor, gives you the impression that she's been expecting your visit. Inga immediately goes for all the books. Alabaster <laughs> okay. doesn't sit down. I was going to say Flanagan sits down and just goes, So what's up, uh, Vixen? Alabaster um, just sort of glares at her. Yes, yes, uh, Vixen is my name, uh, and she, she looks at, uh, Inga. Uh, excuse me, uh, miss, could you, um, could you not touch those books, please? They're very, uh, they're very old, and oh, I- Oh, so am I! I'm not going to touch them, I'm just going, I'm just looking. Okay. Can I look at all the books? What yeah. the fuck is there? Yeah, sure. They're, uh, literally, like I said, none of them are labeled. They're just nameless volumes, uh, but they do kind of look, like, themed? Like, like they look like they're all kind of a part of the same, uh, the same series, if if that makes sense, the mm. same group. Um, but otherwise, there's nothing instantly uh, apparently like interesting about them. Could I do like an insight check or investigation or something? Being a smuggler, I know about hiding things, and I'm immediately suspicious of this giant bookcase. Okay. Uh, Is that what would you Ooh. what would you like to? What are you looking for? Like, some kind of hidden latch or a book that doesn't, like, is just enough out of place for me to, like, keep in mind, like, that might be a door leading somewhere else. Okay. That's kind of uh, what I'm going for. Well, I, I mean, I'll go I'll go ahead and give it to you. There's really, oh, there's great. nothing very special yeah. about this bookcase. It is, right. uh, it's just very standard. Um, then Inga goes and sits down. Okay. Uh, is everyone else, what is everyone else doing? Well, Victoria doesn't quite sit down. She's just crossing her arms, looking at Alabaster, and then looking at Vixen. Like, she is really suspicious of whatever's going on. And uh, what is Alabaster doing? Uh, Alabaster just seems pretty, not like neutral, but like, 
not really betraying how she feels about this, but she doesn't sit down. Okay. Uh, so uh, Vixen uh, looks at uh, Alabaster and Victoria um, and is just kind of, she looks a little curious. She's like, are you, are you not going to sit down? Um, you might want to. Uh, I, have, I have some very important things to, to go over with you. What kind of things? Well, how about the reason why you're here? Uh, because I imagine you're all pretty confused. A touch. Mm, I guess so. Then she goes okay. ahead and sits down. I promise they're not trapped, so you don't have to worry about that. Al- Alabaster holds Victoria's hand and sits down with her. Okay, so, oh boy, where do I even start with this kind of thing? Um, so, let me explain. Um, as you probably already know, my name is Vixen, and all of you are dead. You have died, and, uh, now you are here with us as temporary employees of the Froilet Klaus Initiative until the higher-ups can process your applications and send you into your most fitting life in eternity. Uh, now I'm sure you have plenty of questions. I Yes, I know, I know. Uh, but please know I cannot answer any of them if they do not pertain to our operations here at the Initiative, as afterlife matters are simply above my pay grade. Can Flag uh, so- roll Wisdom to see if he can remember how he died? Sure. <laughs> and and, and wh- while you're doing that, uh, Vixen opens up the floor to questions. Uh, she says, do you have any questions that you are confident I can answer? I mean, this is this is pretty expected of me. Um, Fucking die. It's not very expected. That's an eight. <laughs> an eight? <laughs> uh, you remember the feeling, and it was a feeling of confusion, disappointment, and raw, unchecked fear in, in your moment of death. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and she addresses uh, Alabaster and Victoria. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I know it, it is a rather heavy thing to take on. Um, I'm not positive you all can remember the ways that you died, and I don't really have access to that kind of thing, so I can't imagine the type of confusion you're experiencing right now. How do we um, know that we're actually dead if no one can prove it? I remember feeling a lot of pain and fear. That doesn't necessarily you mean go. you died. You see, Inga's like poking herself in the arm, seeing if. Well, well, let me go ahead and say you're not going to be able to it. really physically tell. Um, as far as I know, uh, pertaining to these things, again above my pay grade, I'm not the master of of afterlife ordeals. Um, but I do know that physically it's not too different. Um, and I personally can't, you know, prove it to you that you are dead. Um, I mean, except for the fact that then who can? you have no idea how you got here. Who can? Yeah. The big guys. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'm not in direct contact with them personally. Where can we uh, find personally. the big guys? Um, I, I will tell you that once you are done with your temporary employment, again, temporary employment at our initiative, uh, you will be able to, uh, be in direct contact with those who will assign you to your afterlife, and they can explain you all the details of, you know, how you died, uh, where you're gonna go, all that kind of stuff, uh, so just have a little patience in that regard, um, but while you're here, we do need the help, uh, cause we are rather understaffed. Count Flanagan's mm. raising his hand. Uh, um, she looks a little confused, like she's like she doesn't really get why he's doing that. But she, yes, uh, you Flanagan, 
Emilia stands up. Can I read, can Finga and I read some of these books? You can. Um, I mean, well, again, um, I don't. I thought we weren't allowed to touch them. I was, I was going to say, uh. I oh, yeah, don't... and what are you going to do? Kill us? He has a good well, point. He... Inga gets up and goes <laughs> over. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm fine if you, well, well, okay. You can read the books. If this really is, uh. It's neither. It's it's not. It, no, it that's actually actually a very good thing that you've brought up. This is not the afterlife. Uh, so this I... is this is an entirely separate thing. Again, I'm I'm trying to explain. I'm I'm very sorry. I know it's confusing. Um, you are not in the utopian afterlife that you've heard stories about, and you're also not in the the torturous, terrible one. You're not in either. This is uh this is sort of a separate initiative. Uh we pertain Wait, to we're in limbo. uh We no no it's, well, it's I love limbo. limbo. The, no no no. This is a place. It is a it it's a physical place. It, it is it does deal with a little uh you know supernatural stuff every once in a while. Uh but th- this place is very real and it, it's not an in-between place. Um, but we do, uh, we do deal with matters directly, uh, pertaining to the world below and, and the living realm. Um, you, obviously, you all know about the solstice celebration. I mean, you must, you know, uh, you know, children get the, get the toys, you know, it's, uh, solstice eve, solstice eve, eve night, uh, the Klaus comes by and, and, and gives the good children toys. You, you must know about that, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Flanagan's pulled three books out at this point and said, "Yeah, totally." Inga's on the same, like the same warpath right now. <laughs> All right, I, I will. I'll go ahead and address. In the books, is confusing (laughs) like it's all it's all words that you don't understand i mean like you can read them but it's all it's all pertaining to matters that you don't understand it's all very sort of like lore ish like it's telling this like the stories of of the lore of this organization and all that kind of stuff it's very it's 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 very like textbook e inga's grabbing them reading through and just throwing them over their shoulder over her shoulder if she doesn't isn't interested in a second just (laughs) constant like the fastest her little arm can move. Um, and then Vixen continues her thought and she says, we are that. That is what, that's what we do. We are the ones behind that. And, and it, it's really great. You're going to be helping us make children happy. And, and I, on that note, um, I am, uh, well, first off, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, she sighs, uh, then points her remote towards the wall behind her and presses a button. And the wall opens up to reveal a large screen. Um, and she says, I am uh, unfortunately required to show you all a sort of uh, orientation video to help you better understand our uh, mission statement. And uh, hopefully, you know, get you all uh, pumped up to work here as, as the executives who originally commissioned this silly thing uh, put it. Uh, and the screen begins to play the orientation video. I have a question oh. before this starts. Yes. Yes. If I killed you... Would you die? Whew, okay. Well, <laughs> um, I, I, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I would. Good to know. So okay. don't. Good to know. What happens Please. if we die? You will get sent back into uh, your purgatory state. And so this we is will purgatory. not be ah! able... No, no, it's Checkmate! not. Checkmate! No, we no, we pulled, you, we pulled you out of purgatory. We oh. pulled you. We pulled you out of purgatory to work here for okay. us because, again, we are understaffed. So, if you died here, uh, 
you would again lose your physical form and would go back to that purgatory state of nothingness and uh, we would not be able to retrieve you again until uh, you get pulled into the into your real afterlife and are assigned that. If we're dead, then what does that make you? Not. No, like who are you? What? I, again, I am sort of, I, I am also an employee of the Vroilet Klaus Initiative. This is... An organization. We we run the Solstice Holiday. We we're, we are sort of mystical beings, but we're not, you know, in charge of the afterlife. Right, figures. I'm, I just work here. I'd, I die, and then I get a fucking temp job being fucking, what did you say? The Klaus's little Fro- runaround. Freudic Klaus initiative. That thing, whatever. Count Flanagan has made a book for it out of all the books that um, Inca can't understand. Okay. Can 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 I show you this video? I I I it's it's just regulation. It's just regulation. It'll be over before you know it. Sure. I think it's still going through the books. Okay. Uh she doesn't care if you're paying attention anymore. Flanagan's <laughs> making Flanagan's making the dopest book fort you've ever seen. Can I okay, roll for she, book fort? Yes, you can. <laughs> what kind of role is that? Uh wisdom. <laughs> the wisdom of building a book fort. It's, it is. Wait, can I argue since it, since my modifier on this is better and because this is literally made of knowledge that it's an intelligence roll? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That's a 19. Yeah, then it's the sickest, raddest thing and Vixen doesn't even have a problem with it because it's so cool. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, Alabaster's yeah, kind of in- jealous. <laughs> intelligence is knowing how to build a book fort and wisdom is knowing that you should spend the night in that book fort. Um, we got enough space for more if anyone wants in. Okay, so Vixen uh, presses another button on the remote, and the orientation video plays. So you think that working here is fun? It is. But it's more than fun. It takes a lot of work and time. So listen closely to our rhyme. We're We're the the Frolic Klaus Initiative. And if you don't know what that means, it means that your job is to help us prepare Klaus for Solstice Eve. One day Klaus came into town and noticed all the kids were very sad and had no joy or toys they could play with. Oh no! So So we made a pact with the villagers and set out to make a way. For a magical thing to happen, come time, time for Solstice Day. Hooray! Prepare the toys, prepare the sleigh, prepare the reindeer too. That's our job at this workshop, and that's why we need you. So now you understand the job, and if not, Vixen will help. The most important thing is that this is for the kids and, and not, not ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. If I wasn't already dead, I would have rather have killed myself before seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Flanagan Vixen... was bobbing his head aggressively the whole time. Vixen Inga's does clapping. not hesitate to close the wall on that thing, and she, she, she nods and sighs, and she's like, yes, yes, I agree. I'm terribly sorry. I am doing everything in my power to replace that with something less unsightly, but it's uh, simply not in the budget right now. Flanagan's was like, was I like girl, it! Girl, I would it do it incredible. for free. I would do it for free. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, so uh, Vixen gets up from her seat, and she says, let me show you the main workshop. Uh, we're actually wrapping up for the day, so you'll be given a more ha! extensive wrapping tour. Wrapping up. To- uh, 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 I get it. Oh, 
oh she, she looks kind of take she looks kind of taken aback she's like we oh a joke oh yes that <laughs> okay. was a good old humor joke thank you yes thank you i'll be here all week that's very good. Uh, but yes, we are closing for the day. Uh, so you'll be given a more extensive tour tomorrow and assign your positions. Uh, and with that, she exits the room. I like that song. <laughs> Inga's gathering like, up any of the books she found, like she kind of liked and is taking them with her. Can I okay. Can I do uh, a uh, perception check to see if there's anything that I can take that looks somewhat important or interesting? Uh, good question. Uh, yes. While this roll's happening, Flanagan just, um, he knows he can't take the book for it with him, which was an oversight on his part, but he tr- he just takes a handful of as many books, no matter what they say, on them. 18 plus gonna... 2. 18? Oh, wow. Okay, so you got a, a, a total 20. Uh, yes. You actually see, uh, Vixen's identification card. She left it on her desk. I pick it up. All Put right. In my pocket. Can I help pick up the rest of Count Flanagan's books? <laughs> <laughs> Heck yes. yeah! Another yes, royal you... subject! <laughs> don't... Please do. Maybe don't be in servitude to that guy. I'm not. I just... The fort was cool. No, it's not servitude. It's like a partnership. Is there anything else I can see that looks expensive? <laughs> um... Not necessarily. It, it, it all. It. I mean, like, there's the computer, but unless you want to haul around an entire desktop can PC, on, can I see if I can get on the computer? Uh, yes, you can. Is there like a screen or anything? Is there like a like a yeah lock, yeah? Lock I mean, it's it's pass it's password protected. Can I see if I can guess what the password is by looking at the at the keys? Uh, yes, sure. Okay, like I'm gonna see if I can like see which ones like like search for fingerprints. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> Would that, be, would, that be, for would that be perception or insight? Um, I investigation. Okay. Sixteen plus two. Uh oh, eighteen. Okay. Uh, yes, you do see fingerprints on the keys. Uh, but the order is uh not clear. Let me uh let me type out what keys you see them on. So uh the letters. That you see the fingerprints on, and I will also uh, post these just as one thing in the D&D channel, uh, are R-A-L-E-H-A-U-S-L-K-T. Uh, anyone anyone, um, anyone as, good at uh, oh. anagrams? Anagrams? Is that the word? Uh, I'm personally taking a look over it. Is anyone good at these? Keep in mind Flanagan's intelligence. (laughs) I was about to say, I need to stay in character. Well, okay, as, well, I'm going to say, as you guys are looking over these, uh, Vixen walks back into the room because she is expecting uh, you to follow her outside into the workshop. And uh, she says, what are are you doing? Looking around. Books. Okay. uh, Please don't look around my office. Uh, There's some confidential information in here. Well, that's just going to make me want to look around even more. I, okay, I really, really need you to, to follow me so I can show you, what? I go with her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, does everyone else follow? Yeah, just yeah. just go ahead. But uh, oh, okay. Victoria's carrying books. Okay. I think three out of four <laughs> yeah. of us are carrying books. She's, yeah, she, she's, she's, she's resigned herself to the fact that you guys are going to screw with her books. <laughs> so, like, she doesn't care. 
Okay, so uh, Vixen leads you through the waiting room and it unlocks one of the other closed doors, uh, the one to the right of the couch you were previously sitting on. Uh, on the other side is a large circular room. Uh, people of various races walk through, packing up their workstations and heading towards the right of the room where they file through a large door leading to what looks like a bunk area on the other side. Uh, desks, tables, and workshop benches increase in density the closer they are to the center of the room, surround surrounding a large tube in the exact center. Inside the tube floats a creature you're not entirely sure you've seen before. It has the upper body of a large cat with a mixture of gray and navy blue fur. The lower body, where you would normally expect there to be hind legs, is instead a large aquatic tail complete with fins and gills. On its forehead protrudes a long horn. Uh, the creature's eyes are large and seem to almost glow with a blue bioluminescent glow. In front of this tube is a throne, and on this throne sits a large dragonborn man adorned with elegant bright red clothing. Uh, the tips of his scales are a faded white, and he has a very content look on his face as he watches the activity before him. In one hand, he holds a large white uh, cane-shaped staff uh, wrapped in red ribbon and bits of mistletoe. In the other hand, he cradles a snow globe, turning it over in his palm like he's uh, fidgeting. Um, and Vixen speaks up. <clears throat> this we make is... him say, I don't want to be Santa Claus. And I wish I was <laughs> yeah, Santa he, Claus. he gets he goes sent back, back in time, time. and uh, becomes <laughs> Tim Allen. Yeah. Uh, so Vixen says, this is the main center of operations. Uh, all of the toys we create are built right here in this room. And that right there, she points to the dragonborn on the throne is Roger, the head of our organization, and the one we call the Klaus. Uh, then she points to your left and says, over there are the other office essentials, you know, things like the employee lounge, the storage room, etc. Again, you'll be learning more about your stations tomorrow, so they won't be of any use to you tonight. Right. What is that <laughs> thing in the tube? What is uh, that? Oh, oh, that's really interesting. Okay, so that is actually... Uh, Jojo, that is our uh, Yuletide cat. How bizarre. Uh, he, he powers our whole workshop. Uh, he radiates magical energy. Uh, we found him. Uh, well, I didn't find him, but, you know, previous uh, executives <clears throat> and uh, the founders of this place uh, found him uh, in, in, in one of the lakes uh, surrounding the workshop. And, uh, yeah, he's just, he's a very powerful guy. That tube leads to the rest of the workshop well not leads to but it, it, it connects to the rest of the workshop and it powers the entire facility how what? far did we walk to get to here from the other room um not very far uh the, like the the rooms the rooms that you've been in so far are all connected like next like right next to each other adjacently okay so it wasn't very far okay um is there anything else you would like to know Oh my dear, I'm so sorry. I, f I forgot a book in the other room. Um, I, I, I will be right back, I swear. You I turn around and you go. You, you, no, no, no. You think I'm going to let you go back and steal more of my books? Like, I, like I've, I, I'm okay with you carrying around these because okay, well, you seem what if, very determined. Okay, what if determined. I'm done with these and I'll go put them back You've, and then you I'll have, go get new I, ones? I saw, I saw you tossing those books behind you. I know you didn't read them there's more books on that shelf there is and they're mine she's an old woman i'm only borrowing them <laughs> okay roll a persuade roll a persuasion check oh please for the love of god i i need this to happen right now it's candlelight what was i thought whoa, whoa, whoa. this was what this am i rolling about the spirit of giving persuasion persuasion 15 15 
Oh God. Um, I'm gonna say that doesn't pass because like she's very she does not want you going back and stealing her books. Okay, what if um, I just go back and put the books back? I mean, I'm I. It's fine. Like clearly, you don't want me to have them. Can okay. I have them? Okay. On on. Oh well, yes, very good. And I I give them to him. Okay. If you, if you would like to put the books back, then I will have to follow you. Uh, and otherwise, uh, it's about time for you to go to your bunks. Uh, get some rest. Uh, I realize it's it's been a rather confusing few minutes. Um, and you'll need the orientation uh, for tomorrow when uh, you start your work. So I have a question. Yes. Do we have to go to sleep? Yes. You, I mean, I yes. It, well, you don't have to go to sleep, but you do have to go to the bunk area. I hope I get top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can find it from here. I mean, I'm not stupid. Not sure about that guy, though. Hi! <laughs> yes. Um, well, uh, she, she points to the bunk area. It's, it's to your right, um, where basically everyone else in the room is filing towards. Um, okay, cool. She says, that over there, where everyone else is going, th- those are the bunk areas. Uh, you go inside, and you will find uh, next to each other uh, four bunks uh, labeled with your names on them. Those are yours. Uh, and next to them are chests where you can keep any belongings that you currently have. And, you know, there's uh, some office uh, uniforms and uh, that kind of stuff. So uh, all of your accommodations are there. In the bunk room, there is a uh, rest area. Uh, where you, you know, can, uh, you know, do your business and, you know, take a shower and all that stuff, uh, connected to it, so won't be very cool, hard cool, to find. Cool, 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 uh, and it, that um... should, uh, hopefully, uh, keep you, uh, safe. That's a weird word to use, but I'll go with it. Safe for the night. Cool. That's a that sounds like ominous. a good word to use. Uh, I know, honestly, I'm gonna be real, it did sound ominous, <laughs> but... I my brain I I'm tired you know snooze snooze. Can I like insight check that? Or yeah, insight like... check that specifically. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, okay. the whole the whole yeah. Yeah, sure. That shenanigans. Playing is no one's supposed. He doesn't even pay it any mind. Um, what was I doing? Oh yeah, insight. God damn it! Fucking twelve. It really was just a fucking Freudian slip, like a weird Great. word choice that she didn't expect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, uh, no sinister intentions behind that word choice whatsoever. <laughs> okay, so uh, do you file off to the bunk areas? Uh, I, yep. I hang back a little bit and I just kind of look at the cat. Okay. Inga pretends um, like, like she totally knows where she's going and turns and immediately walks back into the other room where the computer is. <laughs> can, I, can I see if I notice? Well, you're gonna you're gonna have to roll stealth because that's also where Vixen is going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fucking fine. <laughs> can, I, can I see if I notice that? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll roll perception too. Me too. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Seventeen, I think. Seven. You got a seventeen yeah. for a perception. I got yeah. a seventeen as well, actually. I got a ten right. for perception. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say that Flanagan doesn't see it. He's just <laughs> He's just head back to the bunks. He's just the mindless <laughs> sheep. Like... I'm ready to sleep. Boy, oh boy, I'm ready to get some shut eye. Being dead's tough. <laughs> it was an eighteen plus two, so not a natural twenty, but a total twenty. 
Jesus. Okay. Yeah. You're a you are somehow able to get back into the computer room without Vixen noticing you, even though she is also going back. Alright, I rush to the computer as fast as I can, and in the password I type in the real Klaus. Okay. Uh it works. Uh you open up and uh you see uh that uh she has on her browser opened up like some emails. Uh, all of them seem uh, rather uninteresting, um, except for one, um, and it is uh, it is an email uh, directed, uh, well, not directed, but sent to uh, Roger, uh, the one that she told you was the Klaus, and uh, in it, uh, I, I have not prepared a uh, specific message, but the information that you gain from it is that she is worried about an uprising. Um, by some ex-workers. And, uh, she's, she's relaying these worries to Roger, and she's basically telling Roger to, to be on the lookout for, for these, for this uprising and for any intruders that would try and, uh, intrude on the, on the workshop's ongoings. Um, and that's basically it for the email. It's, it's just a very sort of, it's, it's basically like a memo just saying, hey, some shit's about to go down, I think. Uh, so be on, be on guard. Okay, and if that's about it. If there's nothing else that looks like I'm going to investigate, I'm gonna like log out and get my ass over to the bookshelf as fast as I can to make it look like I wasn't. Okay, I was and going back li- to the books. Literally, as you reach the bookshelves, Vixen walks back in. She's like, "What the fuck? Are you seriously back in here? You could have. At- you want? Did you? Are- what are you doing? Are you taking more books? Well, I did feel bad leaving them all over the floor, so." Oh, I came okay. to put them back. Right. Sorry. Um, she walks over to her computer, sits down at the desk, and notices it's unlocked. And she did not log in. And this is curious to her. Uh, she kind of looks to you, looks back at the computer. She, uh, she says, um, did anyone come in here and mess with my computer and log in? I don't know, it was just me. Did you come in here and mess with my computer and log in? No, I came to put the books back. Roll a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it's not going to be a check, Buster. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually, since I don't have a set uh, thing to combat, I'm going to make this a contest. Um, and I'm going to roll insight well, oh, for Vixen. Oh, damn it. I said no, didn't I? Fuck, I was trying to get my word so I wasn't technically lying. Because I did come back to put the books back. Um, 16. Okay, she got an 11. So oh, she she believes you. She believes you. She she kind of, she she looks at you and she, she doesn't think you mean any harm whatsoever. She knows that you're very, like, disoriented in your new environment. Uh, and she's, she... She writes it off as just some fluke, like I'm maybe she forgot to log out or something. Granny. That's all. She yeah, assumed exactly. that you yeah, died of that, dementia. That adds to it. That adds Great. to it. I should have like given you advantage for that. But anyway, <laughs> so she kind of just she waves her hand and she's like, what, whatever. Just um, can you please uh, file to the bunk areas? I I need to take care of some business, and I'd rather not. Uh, I'll I'll take care of the books. I'll I'll put the books back. You don't have to worry about it. Although I do appreciate the gesture. Are you sure, dear? Yes, I'm I'm sure. Um, I just I need some some privacy. 
well, all right, have a good night, my love. And then I, like, fucking, like, skip and bop away, like, the... <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's some, like, weird right. old shit. Uh, Al- so Alabaster is... had been heading down the hall to see what was going on, but... Well, first off, were you going to attempt to overhear? Uh, do you want to roll perception to see if you oh, heard anything? Oh, yeah, that's, or... that's a good idea. 17. Yeah, you heard. <laughs> <laughs> you heard You heard all that was said. Uh, you, you don't know what's on the email, um, okay. unless, of course, uh, Inga, Inga says to you, but you did hear their conversation, so whatever use that is. Alabaster's just gonna kind of look at Inga, then look down at the hole and just be like, uh, we better get uh, back to the room then. Victoria's just been standing there the whole time staring at the, like, catfish with the horn. <laughs> <gasps> the, the, the catfish... The catfish looks at you and, and kind of, it almost seems like he's smiling at you, Jojo, but he, he, he otherwise he's just kind of looking back at you. Like you two are just meeting eyes, like he's just acknowledging that you're standing there. She's like rubbing her chin, like contemplating, but then she does walk back into the bunks. Okay, so are you all going to the bunks? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I add that while they were doing their stuff, Count Flanagan was doing two very important things. Okay. Uh, thing number one is he's doing his best to get a top bunk. Of course. <laughs> he has to get there first so he can get the top bunk. Does he get a top bunk? <laughs> well, your bunk, your bunks are already assigned. And uh, uh, let me do a bunk check. Please <laughs> let him get bottom bunk. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to roll a d20. Um, every even number is going to be top bunk and every odd number is going to be bottom bunk. So let me do this bunk check. Ooh, you got top bunk, my dude. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what what was the second thing? Um, he's going to try, since um, all of his friends mysteriously disappeared, all the friends he came in with, he was like, oh, well, I guess I'll try to make a new friend. Is there <laughs> anyone around who I can make friends with? Yeah, yeah, there, there are people who are sleeping, there are people who are trying to sleep, and uh, there are people who are getting ready to sleep. Uh, right next oh, to you. you have given me so many good choices. <laughs> right next to your bunk. Actually, uh, well, not not be- not on the bottom bunk because there's four of you, so it'd be even. But on the bottom bunk next to you is a half-elf man uh, who is uh, currently sleeping. Hmm. Weighing the options of what would... <laughs> What would a sane, well-adjusted person do? I wake him up. <laughs> well, well, before I act I, all I shake him away. frightened, yeah, you shake him awake. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Actually, no, I don't, I don't shake him. I don't shake him. Uh, I kind of tap okay. his shoulder. Let me rewind. That. Okay, okay, then. So you tap, tap his shoulder? Yeah, shoulder tap. Okay. <sighs> Be funny if he just screamed. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> he, he's, he, he, he stirs a bit, but he's not he's not getting up. Um, are there is there like a bathroom nearby? Yeah, uh, r- actually, right next to your bunk uh, is the entryway uh, to the bathroom area. I grab um, a towel okay. from it. And are there towels there? Okay, yes. There, there are towels. Uh, there, there's like a towel dispenser uh, right next to the to the door. So you gonna just grab one? All right, yep, and then Cal Flanagan rolls to see if he can make a towel elephant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll another knowledge check. In- intelligence? Is, is, is Count Flanagan trying to remember the skills he picked up in Boy Scouts this whole time? <laughs> do do like... you think that we learn how to make towel elephants in Boy Scouts? 
I mean, what else would you do? That's like the okay, second true. badge you get, duh. All right, campers, welcome to the wilderness. Um, after you're done uh, pitching your tent, we're gonna make towel elephants. Get ready for t- get ready for towel herpes. How else campers. are you gonna like fucking deter beasts from getting into your t- tents? Slap <laughs> back, slap back. Uh, did you say this is intelligence or wisdom? Yeah, intelligence. Okay, that's a fourteen. Okay, you do it. It's not very hard. <laughs> All right, I pop the towel elephant on the sleeping dude's uh like sleeping stomach and then I tap him on the shoulder harder. Ow! Not what? that. Okay, hold on. <laughs> we need to discuss it more harder. Flanagan wait, punches okay. the half elf man. <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay, wait. Is is uh what are you doing? I put the towel elephant on his like stomach his where he's sleeping oh, okay, so that when okay, he wakes okay. up he sees a towel elephant sleeping on him. Okay, for some reason I took that as an attack. That was weird. Okay. <laughs> so uh he <laughs> you tap him again yeah. and uh he, he stirs a little bit more, he's like, Ugh what? Gary says hi. He opens his eyes and looks at you, and he looks at the towel elephant and he knocks it off and turns back around. <gasps> yes! <laughs> the disrespect. Top ten anime betrayals. <laughs> that wasn't very nice to Gary. Fuck off, let me sleep. Oh, Jesus Christ. We'll, we'll catch up in the morning. What's your, like, name? Dororin. <laughs> Drarin. Dororin. Dororor. Yes. Dor. <laughs> yes, it's Dor. Now go away. All right, away. see you in the morning, Buster Brown. Okay. Or should I say Buster Dor? It's Dororin. See you later. All right. And then he climbs back into the top bunk, proud that he's made a new friend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Catching up with Flanagan. What is everyone else doing? Uh, wandering back to the bunk. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that you guys have made it to the bunks. And um, are you guys just going to go uh, ahead and get ready to bed? I, I can I look over bed? and see if I can see Gary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. G- Gary's Flanagan disregarded Gary. After making his new friend, uh, because he didn't need him anymore, uh, and he's on the floor. Can I just pick up Gary? Like I don't know yeah, the story, sure. but I'm just gonna pick up the towel. Yeah, you, don't, you don't know this. You don't know the story behind Gary, but you determine that this towel elephant is good luck. <laughs> True. Inga has. Uh, is it still light, or is like the lights off because like people are going to sleep? It's 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 lights off. People are sleeping. Okay, oh. Inga casts light on the rim of her glasses, to so that when she's looking at something, she can like see it in the dark, right? Okay, and she's fixing her explosives if she still has them. Okay, because I have to reset them every night, so that's what she's doing. All right, so are you going to be doing that for a large chunk of the night? Um, like instead of sleeping. Not instead of sleeping, but it's probably going to take a few hours. Okay. Uh, uh, Alabaster. What are the rest of you do? Alabaster wanted to talk to, talk to uh, Inga because they overheard the conversation. Okay. Sure. Go ahead. And uh, <clears throat> they kind of. I'll I'll oh. go ahead and say that uh, Victoria is on the bottom bunk below Flanagan, and uh, Inga is top bunk. And oh, I mean, on, I mean, on, we're on the other bunk. So. What? We don't need two beds. Oh, okay. Well, well, that 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 that's what the labels are, and and then uh, Alabaster's label is is underneath uh, Inga's bunk. But you guys can snuggle up, pair up, however you yeah. want. Yeah, we snuggle. But uh, Snug. okay. Uh, for now, um, 
alabaster like kind of is there stairs is there like a staircase that climbs up onto the bunk yeah yeah there's like a ladder yeah uh alabaster kind of gets inga's attention hey inga doesn't look up but her ear perks up at whatever you did i don't know what you did i went hey oh inga's ear moves but she doesn't look up from her explosive i heard where i I heard you talking to uh vixen yes i did do that and the uh the computer was open and i i didn't have time to do it earlier it wasn't me no okay let's say that it was you did you manage to find anything out there were lots of books in that room listen i'll give you 15 gold if you tell me what was on the computer I'll give you 30. I'll give you a- <laughs> Who says you can hear? <laughs> Just kidding. You can definitely hear. Inga's not quiet. I'll give you a knuckle sandwich. Hello! Sonny! <laughs> Honestly? I didn't open the computer. She's old and works with explosives. Her hearing is yeah. old. Oh, God. Can I just say it's ironic that. how the person who had got the most progress done with the computer was an elderly woman? Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's so good. I would good. like to share that Inga's intelligence is 19. That's so good. She's smart as hell. She's smart. Are you going to tell me or are you not? How much gold? 15. 30! Hmm. 40? <laughs> Shut up. Come here, my boy. Come here. Um, Flagon rolls off of the bunk onto the um, floor. The like eight foot drop. He, la- he he has a cat like landing. He says the dice. Roll for it. Yeah, roll. yeah. Right. Roll roll a dexterity check with that bold claim. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nineteen. Cat like landing. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, I think it's just so funny if he just rolled off and went. And then three the, point lands, like. <laughs> and then just jumps right back up. Tell me. But, What's okay, up? The, the, but, but he does. He does do a, a cat like landing, and it is strangely impressive. You are not expecting up, this kind of competence. Do you come over to the bed, or are you just on the yeah. floor now? Yeah, I, come over, I come over to Pip. Oh, I come okay. over to Pip, and I say, What's up, Pip? I ho- Inga holds out her hand. Count Flanagan high fives it. <laughs> Me? Well, him? that was very cute, dear. I'd- money first. Information second. Oh, yeah! Um, does. Oh, that, that kind of leads to a question. Does uh, Do we have all the stuff that we had on our person when we died, or. Um, I'll say you have. You have most of it. You have all your money. Dope. Um, and I, I will say you. I'll say by default you don't have any of like your magical items, but if you wanna, if you want to keep one, uh, you can tell me which one you would like to keep, and I'll let you do it depending on what it is, how powerful it is, etc. So if I have no magical weapons, do all my explosives and gunpowder and everything remain with me? <laughs> no, no, you, you 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 can have your explosives and Great. stuff. That's like <laughs> if in, I have no magical items, character. do I still have my warhammer? Yes. That if I have no magical items, can I you still have, hold You have, on to like, Gary. all your basic weapons and stuff. Like, you have you have weapons on you. Like, you have, have most of your stuff. If I have no magical items, then what about my amazing magical personality? 
That, that's a package hey. deal. <laughs> no one could no one could take that away if they tried. That anyway, so Flagon puts forty smackaroons in um, Inga's hand. I put the fifteen that I have. Okay, Inga just like lightning quick grabs it and puts it in a hidden compartment in her or in her backpack. Just her backpack, actually. I'll save that for later. Oh, I'm preparing an insight check. <laughs> Good luck beating my sleight of hand. Mwahaha. Okay, come come close, come close. Flanging gets all up in there. Can Victoria uh, listen in? She has big ears. I also have big ears, so I'm just gonna kind of lean in a little bit. Flanging gets in there with his normal size ears. On that computer, when I opened it, it was on her emails. And on those emails, there were messages to Roger. He was Klaus? Right? Yes? Yeah. I, I kind yeah. of listened. Yeah. More, more than not, I listened to most of it. I didn't listen to any of it, honestly. Um, she just faded Most of them said that... <clears throat> she was very worried about some sort of uprising. Some... Hmm. Some... Some sort of ex-worker uprising. And that Roger why. should be aware. That fucking but I don't know where these homicidal. ex-workers are coming from. Considering we came from Limbo... They're either, or we are in limbo. I wasn't listening there either. I don't know, man. I th- are they returning from their afterlife, or are they coming from purgatory? Because they were sent back after dying? She did mention that. I say we have a day where we just look over the whole situation, see what's going on in this place, and gather some intelligence or something. Then we can make an educated decision based on what we can do. Well, well uh, Flapjack, that was a... Uh... That was pretty clever of you. Flapjack. Maybe I was wrong about you. Thanks! I mean, why wait? Why don't we go now? Sounds good to me. Inga starts getting off the bed. Me too. Well, as you guys do that, you hear a small voice uh, from, not like right next to the bunk, but from uh, reasonably close. Uh, You hear a small voice that says, we don't have the time to do that. Door? What? Yes, I am the... Do- no. Uh, do you want to roll perception to yep. see if you see where this voice comes yep. from? Yep, yep, yep. yep. All right. Nineteen! Oh! Fourteen! Plus, Inga has fucking uh, no idea. Plus two. Nineteen plus two, twenty-two. Nineteen, fourteen, fifteen. What is fourteen? I, 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 had, as well. I, had tw- I had plus two on mine, so... All right. Fourteen you, as well. Twenty-one. You all look around, and you see... um. Not really in any specific place. <laughs> like, she's just kind of standing there. She's a small gnome woman. Um, she doesn't look very particularly interesting. She's, uh, she is holding a dagger. Well, she's not, like, holding it. She doesn't have it, like, at the ready. But she has a short sword, a dagger, and a battle axe. Um, all equipped. She's wearing some basic armor. Uh, and she uh, looks up at you and she says, I need you all to come with me. In Goblin, I say, well, "Who might you be, dear?" Um, I we we can go over that stuff later. I can't be here for very long. We have to go. I, I, can I insight check her? Oh, can I use my trained eye yet again? Yes, I yes, have you can. And I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and tell you this. Um, I'll go ahead and tell you all this. Uh, and you can chalk this up to your insight as well. Okay. Um, she looks nervous. Like, very nervous. She doesn't want to be here. Uh, and she's very sincere right now. She wants you guys to come with her. Uh, oh, same. All right, then, yeah, I go. 
uh, Alabaster uh, wakes up Victoria and takes her along. Thankfully, Victoria was not all the way asleep. She was listening <laughs> with her eyes closed. You all follow? Yes. Yeah. I guess. All right. Uh, so she walks you guys, um, and it's 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 a rather close call uh, because the only exit from the workshop she's leading you guys out of the workshop, but the only exit out of the workshop is from the waiting room. Um, but you guys manage to sneak past uh, Vixen's office. The door is shut uh, by the time you guys get there, so uh, Vixen doesn't see you guys sneak out. Uh, she sneaks you out of the office uh, past any potential security. Um, and you guys managed to make it out uh, through the parking lot of the workshop and past the workshop gates. Uh, and she kind of stands. She uh, she she waits there outside the gates for you guys to follow. And uh, once you reach there, she says, okay, I, I can't tell you everything here, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that we are heading to a, a secret area, uh, a very, very important secret area. It's like a hideout. You guys like hideouts? Uh, yeah. I yeah, hide before. Fine. Can I equip my okay. clawed glove? Yeah, sure. I equip that. What does that do? It's it's a it's a clawed glove, so it's like a it's like a gauntlet with claws on it. Okay. Cool. Does it have any special properties? Nope. Just awesome. Just it's just a fucking cool glove. Yeah. Awesome. Can All I right. pull out my uh, so just to have that out? <laughs> So, so Yuki says, I know you've probably already had a pretty confusing day and you're probably very tired and want to sleep or, or, or something, but uh, I really appreciate you guys coming with me. So uh, if you'll follow me just a little bit longer, uh, we're going to go past uh, Town Square and we're going to go to the hideout. Uh, we have a pub hideout uh, and you can get some pub? drinks and stuff. Yeah, it's a pub. You can get some drinks and uh, you'll meet our leader and 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 you'll learn about the 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 mission we have for you and and it's going to be great so follow me and then she she runs off how old does she look uh she 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 doesn't look she's not like a kid uh she 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 does look young though she's she's but she seems just very excitable mm. uh that chalk that up to the fact that she's very nervous uh and she's like she's, a teen yeah she's she's a bit she's a bit frazzled she's like yeah. she's she's on the move uh, so she runs off. Are you gonna guys keep? Are you guys gonna keep following her? Uh, yeah, 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 sure. Got nothing else to do. All right. So, uh, you guys do. You run past uh, a town square. Uh, this place isn't very like robust. Uh, there's a few shops, but uh, all of them are closed uh, for the night. Um, but uh, she leads you to a building. Uh, it is unnamed. Uh, it is an unnamed building, and you guys walk inside, and uh, you see, as she promised, a pub. Um, and in the pub are tons of gnomes. There are gnomes everywhere, uh, except for the current bartender, who is a half-orc woman, and she is attending uh, to some of the gnomes' orders. Um, and the gnomes uh, all kind of eye you guess, as you walk in. I guess no, nobody gnomes the trouble she's seen. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Nobody yes, indeed. Knows. That's a good pun. Thanks. Uh, so you guys walk into the pub, and uh, a lot of the gnomes were are are just like kind of hanging out there. Uh, some of them are are up dancing and stuff to like I guess there's like a jukebox. I don't know. I didn't prepare a jukebox, but I'll go ahead and use my god powers to put a jukebox in there. So now there's a jukebox. You did um, it. Some of them are taking orders, uh, and some of them eye you as you walk in, and their eyes light up, and they seem very happy to see you and the uh, the gnome lady that you followed. She leads you uh, through the pub, and uh, she leads you to a non-specific booth, and she says, sit down, please. 
I uh, Flanagan um, gets goes over to the bar and asks for a, a, a pitcher of ale first. Okay. Uh, the half work woman uh, takes your order. Yeah. Hit me up with some of that. Oh, absolutely. Hey, and, uh, I like you. I like the service. Thank you so much. I'm I'm the owner of this place, so so I'd hope it uh it's it's pretty good. I th- nice. I'd, I'd hope so, I know how to do my job. Nice. So I'm sure. Gonna, by the way, quick question. Um, kind of blew in. Where are we? Uh, you are in an establishment that I have not named. No, I'm talking it's... about like the town. The town? Yeah, like the whole town area. I see it's kind of dead. Like, where in the where in the world are we? If we were caught in San Diego, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, we're in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is San Diego. Heaven, San Diego. Okay. Yeah, it's it's San Diego. That's what this town is called. Excellent. As I decree it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, she prepares your drink, um, right. and she 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 hands it to you, and she says, "You know, it's 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 really good to see you here. Actually, thanks thanks for coming. Uh, oh. You guys are going to be real important." Oh, I'm glad that my presence is finally appreciated. And with that, I pick up the pitcher of ale and I walk over to the rest of the party. The uh, the little the little gnome woman uh, looks at the drink and looks at you. And she says, "Oh, I, I I hope you enjoy that drink. Um, uh, Mish is 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 a wonderful uh, bartender. Uh, we we really appreciate her. Uh, she's she's given us this place to to hide out in. Uh, we're really not supposed to be here, you know, mingling like this. But 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 that that's for later. So um, I can't explain everything to you." Uh, that's that's not my that's not my job. Uh, but like I am going to. Like that. Can't no, to no, not everyone. I'm going to introduce you to the one who can. Cool. Soon, as okay. in like a couple minutes. She's just getting ready, I assume. Anyway, my name's Yuki. Well, hi, Yuki. Hey. Hi. Hi. I'm I'm really glad to see you guys. Thanks so much for coming. What uh, exactly do you do here, dear? Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a soldier. I'm a I I I I I do the good work of of our leader Noel, and I help her get the job done. What job oh. would that be? Yeah. Resistance. Oh. Oh. So you're one of the ex-workers. N- n- <laughs> yeah, we yeah yeah we all are. Why are you all gnomes? I mean, not to be like racist, but like just out of curiosity, is, it's a weird coincidence. Pretty. I mean, I don't know. I don't know him. <laughs> Jokes. You did it. This Good time. one. Good job. That's. I. I guess that's just kind of like where we fell in. I honestly couldn't tell you. It's been like this for years. So are you dead then? No. Just us. It's just us. It's just us four. No. Oh. Um. What? Are we even dead? Yes. Well, how do you know that we're dead? Cause. Uh, Cause. Because we heard. Heard from, from where? Noelle. She found out. She, she, got, she got an ear on the inside. But... What? We just got All right. here. <laughs> let, me, let, me go, let me go and grab her. I, I realize it. I, I'm not so good at the explaining. I'll, 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 I'll get it's out of fine. your way. So uh, Yuki gets up and walks into one of the back rooms to uh, get this woman that she calls Noelle. I mean, it figures out that I would die on candle nights. <laughs> With my adoring fans waiting for me. <laughs> Am I able to see how I die now? I I think it's about timing to probably start. Yeah, wondering. sure. 
All right. Yeah, sure. Whoop. Oh, fuck me. Uh, even Inga sucks. <laughs> what? God damn it. <laughs> What'd you get? Rolling in intelligence? Uh, what did you roll, Ryan? Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Oh, yeah, go great. ahead. Yeah. That's a super solid six. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Uh, uh, you, uh, well, again, you don't remember uh, the specifics of it, but you remember surprise, fear, and... Uh, well, like not, not it. You you remember fear, but not enough to like dwell on. It was it was a very sudden surprise and fear. Um, and then that's it. I probably assume it was just one of my own explosives. <laughs> I'm old and I'm a goblin and I do explosives. It was probably one of those three. <laughs> that's probably what I'm thinking. <laughs> All right, so you guys want to uh talk for a little bit while uh yeah. Yuki gets her thing. Yeah, yeah. Her thing, the person. <laughs> Can Victoria hold Alabaster's arm and go, you still do have one fan here. Of course. <laughs> Thank you, baby. At least I still I got you. you. I love you, too. Alabaster kind of, like, <laughs> slumps their head down on the table and takes a drink. <laughs> hug. Big, tiefling orc hug. Strong arms. <laughs> so, Inga, like, what did you do back when you were, like, living? I... I made explosives, dear. I'll be right back. And I shimmy out of the booth. And I go over to the okay. bar. All right. That was fun. <clears throat> uh, Mish turns around and says, hey, can I get you something? Yes, I just have a few questions for you. We're, we're new in town. Um, ah, I know. You know, too, from Noel. Yes. Yeah, all of, all of us here in the, in the pub are in the know. How Noel's, how did you come here? How did you end up here? Know. Well, I was I was I was friends with with a, with a few of these gnomes. Uh, I, I I ran another uh, another pub uh, that that was sort of like the the general hangout spot uh, in 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 San Diego, uh, but that kind of went out of business um, after the gnomes kind of lost their jobs and didn't have money anymore. Uh, but you know, I I I, I managed. And uh, now I run this this underground pub for them uh, because uh, things are about to get a lot better. So I thought it was the least I could do to help out and, and give them a place to to hang and 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 uh, you know scheme. That's ju- that's so kind of you, dear. That's just that's just so generous. It's so good to see. Is she young? <laughs> <laughs> is, is she young? Uh, yeah, she's she's reasonably young. It's so she's nice not, like, to see young people like you doing doing good deeds like this. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it was a why not. I mean, I like doing the stuff anyway, so. Uh, can can I wander over there and be a part of this conversation? Uh, hey, we got another one. Y'all want a drink? I I, I got uh, some ale over there, but uh, you were talking about. Oh yeah, the the fancy guy. You were talking about he- uh. These gnomes lost their jobs? Well, not necessarily lost. Uh, I mean, I, I probably shouldn't be the one telling you this, but uh, uh, we, they, they, they quit. Uh, they weren't happy with the conditions. Uh, you'll hear more about it once Noel comes out, but uh, they, 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 they quit. This, this, is a, this is a sort of pact that we got going. So... Did they quit or were they fired? They quit. Why? It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a firing. I mean, like it may have. I, th- I think one of them got fired. Uh, I think Noel got fired actually, but uh, the rest of them just followed suit. So 
this was a job that you could get, you could quit from. You, they could, yeah. Hmm. So were they working for? What? I mean, it was. I mean, I'll. I will say it wasn't like an official quit. Um, it was very sort of. It wasn't the most peaceful breaking off. You know, they're not allowed in the premises anymore. That kind of thing. So. Oh, I know. It's very dude. not know mutual. So are we actually dead? Yeah. Dang. If the gnomes aren't dead, are you dead? Uh, yes. Then why aren't the gnomes dead? <clears throat> I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. So, like, why is everyone so happy to see us? Uh, oh, 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 here. I'll, I'll just have Noelle uh, tell you about it. Here, here she comes now. And, and you look over, and uh, you see Yuki walk back out. And uh, behind her, another gnome woman uh, with white hair, long white hair and icy blue eyes. Uh, you assume this is Noelle. Uh, she walks outside and she eyes you guys and she gives you a, a kind smile. And she says, hello. Hi. Hi. Hello, well met. I see you followed Yuki to our hideout. Here, why don't we, why don't we gather together and, and I'll tell you what's going on. I, uh, I sit back down at the very edge of the seat, though. I would like to use my trained eye on pretty okay. much every new person we meet. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, understandable. Also, I have, I have true sight, so if... Uh, what is true sight? Uh, it, uh, it, I'll send it to you. So you can see, like, shapeshifters' <clears throat> illusion. You can see past shapeshifters' illusions. Oh, no, yeah, uh... she's real. She's genuine as fuck. Okay. I'm still suspicious. Okay. Uh, so Noel walks over. Are you guys still in the booth? Did you move back to the booth? Yeah, I did. Okay, she walks over uh, to the booth. Yuki uh, sits back down in the seat that she prepared, I assume. Uh, she just kind of like pulled up a seat, and Noel stands beside her. She doesn't sit. She says, Welcome uh, to our hideout. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming. No problem. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're welcome. I felt like Door wasn't really giving a lot of dividends, so I felt like this might work <laughs> a bit better. Who who is Dor? Oh, you know. Yeah. I don't, but okay. Uh, why are we here? Why are you here? Okay. Yeah, that's that's the question of the day. I imagine you've been asking that a lot. We need your help. Uh very badly. Uh my name is, as you probably know, Noel. And uh, I am is there the an leader. L in your name? I, yes, there are two of them. Really? Cuz I thought there was Noel. <laughs> Uh, fancy I'm dude. gonna push him off the seat. I wish I could. Have ripped. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm gonna push him <laughs> off. Okay. Oh, you! Oh, you split my sides. That is. She a likes my one. jokes. You can't be that bad. Yes, I love jokes. I just love jokes very much. Uh, thank you. I. You know what? Little moments <laughs> of levity like that are are the kind of things that keep us going here at the Resistance. Uh, and yes, by the way, this is the Resistance. Um, and you. You four are going to be an asset to our team. We need something. Something very important. I don't know if you've seen the Klaus, yeah. but uh, he is carrying around uh, the candy staff. It's, it's, it's this staff that just, it looks like a candy cane, to be quite frank, which is probably why they call it that. <laughs> um, and uh, he's, it's very powerful. I... I, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm really. I'm. I'm excited to get this plan going. I. I. I'm having trouble formulating words. Why? Um. Just take your time. Okay. 
Uh, so, we used to work for the Vroilik Klaus Initiative, um, but the direction that the uh, that the heads of this company uh, were taking it in weren't uh, it wasn't favorable. Um, the leader, the Klaus, uh, usually keeps a, a a list of of good and bad children and determines uh, what children get presents and and what children get coal. I'm sure you've heard the legends. Um, I was always on the nice list. I uh, doubt that. But <laughs> no, she, she doesn't say I doubt that. That was that was instinctive. That was B talking. That wasn't Noel. Uh, A but, powerful uh, character can make you fight against your instincts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Flanagan saying he belongs on the nice list is a classic power move. <laughs> um, yeah, but so uh, we realized uh that with every passing year the standard of goodness in children was getting higher and 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 fewer and fewer kids were, were meeting the standard and fewer and fewer kids were were receiving their presence on on the solstice and 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 fewer and fewer of them were were, were feeling joy on on those days and and we we couldn't stand it more the the not the bad list was growing and growing with every passing year, and it still is to this day. Um, and we, I tried to stop it. I tried to talk to the Klaus, but he he kept telling me that that I that I don't know what I'm talking about, and and that it it wasn't his problem, and that you know he couldn't do anything about it, and and I it, I just couldn't I couldn't stand it. So I left, and all of the workers followed me, and. Now we're here, and we've been here for uh, a while now, uh, without jobs and without purpose, and we need things to go back to the way they were. So what was happening was this Klaus guy didn't didn't understand moral grayness. I don't know. He he was <sighs> he didn't listen to reason. I I and I I didn't even get the chance to. To have a real discussion with him about it, I, he, you know, he kicked me out can I do of his, of his, yeah, sure. Nineteen plus. Two. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, you understand that she is being very genuine right now. Okay. Uh, she, everything she's saying to you, she's saying with true emotion. Okay. Uh, like she really wants things to go back to the way they were. Uh, and she, she's, she continues. She's like, so, I, I have a plan, and. It may sound a little bit, I don't know, full of myself, but I think that I would be a wonderful Klaus. And I want to change the world for the better, but we can't get back in for very long. Uh, I mean, of course, we had Yuki uh, break into the workshop and, uh, and, and, and retrieve you, but that's about as far as we can go. Speaking of, there's like there's like hundreds of dudes in there. What what makes us so special? Well, because you are temporary. The the worst thing that can happen to you right now is that your job will end earlier than it was going to end anyway. And then you'll just continue where you were. Sounds fair to me. Yes. Um and you and you know you don't belong here forever at least not if you don't choose to belong here 
after you're assigned. Um, so, you know... We still get into heaven if we betray the Klaus? Absolutely. And in fact, that leads me to uh, one of my other points and, and, you know, why I think you should, you know, follow us along. Not only would you be helping us Im- improve the state of the living world and, and improve the, the lives of, of children all over the world, but if I had that staff... That all-powerful staff that could make me Klaus? I could potentially reinstate your position in the living world. Okay, I'm in. And if you didn't want to go back to the living world, I could maybe influence the higher-ups a little bit with what little power I have and put in a good word to get you into the afterlife that you desire. Okay. But but as I am now, I don't have that kind of power. So I need you, I need you four, to go into the workshop right now, tonight, and get that candy staff. Where is it, Cap? It, uh, we, we're not sure exactly... Um, but we do have a guess, um, and we have maps that we have prepared for you, um, of the, of the general workshop area. We think it is connected to the Klaus's study. Uh, none of us have actually been in his study, but, uh, just based on general rumor, we assume that, uh, there is a, there is a closet in his study that contains the staff. Okay. If you, if you agree to this task, we will give you you know, proper maps. And uh, we just need you to go in there, get the staff, and come back. Cool. Sounds simple enough. If Victoria's in, I'm in. I'm definitely in this. <laughs> and, and and what about you two? Uh, she looks at Flanagan and, and Inga. I was never one for, like, working, so I think this is a much more fun idea. I'm just concerned how we get back in. Considering we just snuck out, how do we explain our return? We could say that we well, got lost. Ain't everybody sleeping? I, I can't. I can't give you an answer to that, but I can say that it'll be much easier for you, who are supposed to be there, to explain why you're coming back in than it would be for us to explain why we're there. So, cool. cool, cool. Hmm. We could say we were out smoking or something. I don't know. We're already what dead. Is... So, <laughs> what is? Uh, Yuki doing? Yuki is just listening. She's she's looking at Noel very uh very respectfully. Is anyone else watching our conversation? Yeah, uh, not not everyone, but a few of the ears surrounding you have kind of perked up to to your conversation and and have kind of they're they're not trying to be too invasive, but they are very excited about this plan and are very excited about putting Noel in charge. So people are looking. Okay, um, so Flagon's going to do this silently. Oh no. Um, let me just check to make sure. Roll a fart. Um, <laughs> Roll a <yeah>. fart. <laughs> Roll slide of butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Flagon's got this spell called Detect Thoughts. Okay. Oh, motherfucker. For duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures. When you cast a spell, and as your action on each turn till the spell ends, um, you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what is most on its mind in that moment. As an action, you can either shift your attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper into the same creature's mind. Okay. If you probe deeper, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. If it fails, you gain insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional state. 
and something that looms large in its mind. Okay. I want to read this homegirl's Noelle's okay. thoughts. So you don't roll it first and you just hear her- The yeah, first uh, one's just surface thoughts. Surface thoughts? Yeah. She is nervous and she is worried that you won't say yes. Uh, she She just very much wants you to say yes and she wants you to go tonight. All right, well, might as well roll to see if I can go deeper. Okay. That's a wisdom saving throw. All right. Ooh. Ah, 14. Okay. So you don't you don't hear anything deeper. Yeah. Yes, I uh I I I can imagine um just given your demeanor, you seem like a very fancy guy. Yeah. Now we don't have much for you uh, other than the maps. Uh, and I do apologize for that. Uh but hopefully they will at least help your uh navigation. Um and I and I do uh have confidence that that you'll be able to pull this off. Uh, there's not a whole lot of security at night. Um, there's a couple uh, fail-safe security measures. Like? It's been a while. Uh, I don't know if they've changed them, but there are a couple guards present, um, and you also may have to fight some sort of robot. Dope! Why yeah. a robot? Um, so Noel eyes Inga, who I don't think has given a definitive answer yet, and uh, she's kind of wondering if I, I guess she's waiting for her to say something. I was hoping I could sneak by. I'm trying to see what I trying to see what I have and what I could do <laughs> because I have something very specific in mind. Actually, I have a quick question. Sure. What's 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 your question? So you want to get the candy staff, right? Yes. Do you know how to use it? It sounds like it's got a lot of power behind it. Yes, I do. I've I've studied uh quite a bit um about the the lore surrounding uh you know magical items in the workshop and that kind of thing. Uh, I I am confident that I I know how to use it. Maybe not perfectly, maybe not to its fullest potential, but I am confident that I could use it enough to uh you know get my foot in the door. Count Flanagan kind of aloofly puts his elbow on the table, giving her like a very sly look, pulls a random book out of his jacket and says, You mean something like this, bad boy? Yes, yes, uh, yes, something like that. Uh, where did you get that? Oh, not too important. Anyway, can you figure out what it says? And I slide it over to her. Uh, yeah, okay, she, she opens it up, and, uh, she kinda, she, she sighs, kinda, like, uh, well, not, not, not like, disappointed or anything, but she's like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, this is definitely part of that series. Um, it's not the complete information, uh, but there are chapters in here that Count pertain pulls to, out two more books. To, to knowledge of, oh, oh, okay. Victoria um, pulls out three books. <laughs> where did, where, oh, 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 okay. Um, are these for me? Merry <laughs> like, Candle Nights. Oh, Solstice came early. <laughs> um, Flanagan turned towards Inga, and we have a bit of a sidebar. He's like, Inga, sidebar? What do you want, dear? You read those books, right? Yes. So if you got a hold of the candy staff, then you could... Don't even uh, think about it, dude. <laughs> How can you hear us? Roll <laughs> <laughs> perception. She hears all. Okay. 
just for just for the courtesy of <laughs> keeping this moment i'm gonna say noelle doesn't hear this but she's very kind of she looks a bit worried knowing that you guys are whispering amongst yourselves after bringing up the fact that reading these books will give you the power to control the staff we're just deciding okay so 16 plus Don't, yeah two, we're, 70, we're still we're still determining this Sorry, we have to have a bit of discussion amongst ourselves because I mean, it could lead to some punishment. Like if if the Klaus guy currently, like whoever Victor or whatever, if he's Roger. got yeah, whatever, if he's got the staff now and we get on his bad side, he could send a bad note into our judgment, men. That yeah, that's true. He send us to super hell. The heck. So we have to consider it. Un- I keep whispering. Su- to super, Inga. Su- I, I, super hell is for the worst of the worst. You guys definitely wouldn't get sent to super hell. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Hold my drink. <laughs> No, no, Noel's eyes widen. <laughs> I turn, I turn back to uh, Inga and say. I mean, just saying, if you feel confident, I feel like this would be a very good opportunity for you. I kind of pat his arm with my with my one hand. <laughs> why, is, why is Flanagan like Inga's wingman right now? <laughs> like, like, go get him, big girl. Like, <laughs> because I'm supportive of my new friend, Pip. <laughs> <laughs> I did I roll did. an 18. You didn't hear shit! Yeah. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Inga turns to Noel. Who is your most trusted, trusted force, trusted person? Oh, that would be Yuki right here. And she pats Yuki on the head and Yuki just kind of, ow, thank you. On one condition, we will help you. I will help you on one condition. Either you or Yuki must accompany us and must come with us. If we're putting ourselves on the line... One of one of your people must do the same. Okay. I have a disguise um, kit that she could use. I guess I guess we can determine amongst ourselves who will come. And then Yuki speaks up in the middle of her sentence. I'll go. You you you're 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 much too important for for the cause. I have to go. I mean uh. Inga, Inga, <laughs> Inga hold that sentence. We have ourselves a new friend though. Friend squad. Yeah. No- no- Noel says, okay, okay then, Yuki, uh, just be careful. Um, all of you, be careful. It's not the most dangerous task, but, you know. Is there any sort of payment for this? Yes, getting your life back. Being not dead. I would like half up in advance. And Inga <laughs> pulls out her hand. She holds it out. <laughs> you- you want material money? I'll take whatever you have, my dear. Money works very well. They don't have jobs. I like you, Inga. Well, they will have jobs once we complete this task. So some money right now is just good faith for the future. An Um, investment. Exactly. Trust me, I'm very good with finances. This is a good deal. I'm Um, sure you are. I don't have any any, uh, money on me, but I I do have uh, something of value. Uh, and she she reaches into her pocket and uh, pulls out a little uh, a little pendant. It's like it's like a little necklace. Uh, and uh, at the end of it is a little uh, silver star. Just as, and uh, she she holds it out as fast as fucking possible. Inga snatches that shit. Oh, and it is in her bag. 
Wait a second. Um, if if this if this little lady's getting some wealth, I think we need to get it on the action. Did we see a fountain walking in into the oh, pub? My <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I I mean, like not near the pub, but in the middle of of the town square, there's a fountain. Who is in, Who's the owner of the town? Um, I don't know him personally. Well, if you ever get to him, think you can maybe you know levy the rights of a certain circular plot of land. Uh. Sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, just house, if we come back out of this of... alive, well, not alive. I want to. Yeah. Oh, I want that fountain to have my name on it. The Klaus has a lot of lean in in this in this uh, in this town. So, I, yeah, I could do that as oh, long as you guys yeah. help me out. Cool. And um and 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 uh you, uh Inga, um I will have to ask that you re- return that to me uh when you've uh uh brought back the staff. Um, I am very sorry, but uh that was my mother's. Oh, I I understand, dear. Yes, yes, but but it, it it can be replaced, so um, it all will not be lost in terms of uh value. Uh, but are are you all set? Uh, oh oh oh, I almost forgot. Sorry. And uh, she pulls out uh, a little circular uh container, and she places it on the table. This is the map. She opens it up and pulls out a piece of parchment and rolls it out. And on it, you see this map. And uh, for for those listening. I'll probably post the the map on, on, on Twitter or something once I've once this episode has gone up. Come on, Discord. I like the question marks. Yes. Uh. Yes, that room doesn't have a specific purpose. It's just kind of a room. The architects weren't the smartest people, which is weird given this is such an important position or organization. Okay. So you think that room is just empty? It's not empty, no. Uh, there are some guards in there that, that guard the elevator. Um, and the elevator, we believe, leads to, uh, the Klaus's room, uh, which is why the guards are there. Uh, IT? IT, Like, the IT department? Yes, yes, that is IT. What's an IT department? (laughs) It's, uh, it's, it's the technological center of the office. They, they help out with all the computers and, and that kind of stuff, keep everything in working order. Uh, they, they, uh, they, they fix any malfunctions with Jojo if, if something's going wrong. They also just tend to Jojo in general. Okay, cool. Sorry. It's just, I come from this game called Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a bit new to this whole computer thing. Yes. We, we've made many technical advances in the, in the world above. Noel, I have this, and I, I kind of put the, the key card on the table. What clearance does it give me, if you know any? It's fixin's. Oh, that is interesting. Um, I can't tell you exactly what you could do with it, but having her valuable key card on you definitely might, uh, sway some guards if necessary. Could I, uh, uh upon seeing this, could I take out... Um, I start rummaging in my bag and pull out my forgery kit and just start just trying to make as ma- like as many of these as I can and try to replicate them. Sure, yeah, as best as I can. Uh, do you, I guess roll for that. <laughs> Let me see what forgery kit says. It just says yeah, just do intelligence. Okay, that seems that seems the most fitting. Nineteen. Yeah, you do it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Whatever you want. All right. I just make, I don't know, just try to make as many replicas as I can or as many things okay. close enough for all of us to have Noelle, one to look like we're our own yeah. little like squad. Noel and Yuki are watching in awe because you're doing this at lightning speed. <laughs> Do you mind if I hold on to the one for Vixen just in case? 
No, it's mine. Please. No, fuck you. Please. Fuck off. Alright, fine, fine, fine. I got it. My girlfriend will bite your head off if you say anything else to me. Alright, what are you gonna do with it? That's for me to know and you to find out. Oh, I was gonna say the same thing for me. What? So I can, like, alter myself. I have an alter self spell. I was gonna, like, if, if shit got nasty, I could, like, disguise myself as Vixen, like, flawlessly. Well, I mean, we've got copies now. Yeah, but, like, I figured maybe, like, the people working there know each other. I do think being escorted by someone who actually works there might help us. Fine. Aha! Five points to me getting the key card. Fine. Okay. Um, Gracias. So, yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you all so much. You you have no idea how many lives you're going to. I mean, I guess you do have some idea since I've drilled in the point. Uh, but you you're gonna change a lot of lives tonight. Uh, if we can get, if we can get this done. So I really I thank you so much. Uh, I have to go now though. I'm I'm gonna go back into my quarters. Uh, discuss with Yuki the rest of your plans and uh, I guess good luck. And then oh. with that, she she walks off I, back into I her. I can disguise Yuki, by the way. Okay. So she can, you know, get in there without being suspicious. Yeah, Yuki looks at the rest of you and smiles. Are we ready? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, but Victoria yeah. just does, like, the I'm watching you thing with her fingers at Flanagan. Yuki, Yuki stands up on her seat and turns around to the rest of the gnomes. Huzzah! And the rest of them go, Huzzah! <laughs> and then... She like, yeah! Tonight's the night. Let's do it. Let's do it right. Let's go. All right. <laughs> uh, so you're gonna head back to the workshop now. Are we not going to formulate a plan? Who needs plans? N- no, I think plans oh. are very important, dear. I can. Right, right. That's. I I agree. That's probably a good idea. Okay. So here's the plan I have so far. This map doesn't have an entrance on it. <sighs> Oh, oh, yeah, I, uh, it, the entrance is uh, in the waiting room. That's the door oh, on the cool. curved wall. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, coming through the entrance, I'll escort, but then it'll be expected for us to go towards the bunk area. Unless we're disguised. We have our badges I've just created, by the way. Oh, that's true, uh, that's We true, could go that's true. straight through the employee lounge. Maybe you all can be new recruits. I can well, act- technically well, we are, are so... We? <laughs> Like, well, new recruits as in, like, new administrative recruits. After all, judging by the fact that Vixen was, like, working with us, I'm assuming she's HR or something. I can do this. And I just turn into a human. Suni trickery. You can appear as a human indefinitely using a very simple illusion. Yeah, magic. I just turned into a human right there. Whoa, you just turned into a human! Thanks. Whoa, you just turned into a human! Thanks. All right. Um, what's the disguise situation for uh, Yuki? I do have an extra set of clothing. I have if a you disguise like. kit. Um. Well, I don't know if they'll let me in because I'm an I'm a gnome, and that's why we're disguising the- you, dear. Yeah, but like, can you disguise her as a goblin? Could you not just cast alter self, but on her? You don't well, need I mean, the disguise. It's... The gnome does. Well, I mean, it's called. Actually, it's disguise, but it's called disguise self. That is means, true. Trust me, if I could, if I could give it to you, I would. Don't tr- don't get me wrong. Well, if push comes to shove, I could just hit somebody. Hitting is always good. I've got a backpack. You could hide in my backpack. That'd be a little suffocating. <laughs> but if if we just want to do it, 
while we're getting in and then I could like jump out and maybe do some fighting later on, then sure. Oh, yeah. That works. She's just gonna sit in the back. Backpack, no. Backpack, no. I'll get in there. Backpack, no. Backpack, no. Backpack, no. Backpack, no. Backpack. Yeah, I'll, I'll just get right in there. And she she climbs up on the table. Get me in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huzzah! And the rest of the dudes go, huzzah! Backpack gnome. Backpack gnome. Is it is it open? Yeah. Okay, she jumps in. I zip it up, but leave like a little air hole. She breathes right through it. She puts her mouth up to it and goes. <laughs> Try not to be breathe. The bull is hell. <laughs> Try not to. It's like Egyptian cotton. It breathes like hell. <laughs> yeah, like super hell, which is a real place we could go to if we fuck this up. Let's go. Nah, you guys couldn't go to super hell. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Again. Still funny the second time. No. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how I died. I mean, technically, I don't know how I died. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Good, yeah! I think this is a good place to see if I can remember how I died. Okay, yeah, sure. Please don't let me fall like the rest of my comrades. I want to try as well. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, by the way, Kay, uh, while, while Red is, is rolling, uh, yeah, Noel said that they, they believe the staff is, uh, somewhere, uh, in, in a room right next to, uh, the Klaus's study. Uh, and the Klaus's bedroom and study and that potential room is not on the map that they have. Uh, but she did mention that the elevator leads to the Klaus's room. Okay. Yeah, the, eleva- the elevator leads to the Klaus's room. And then when you're in the room, um, that that's you'll be able to look for it in there uh, next to his study, which is connected to it. So. I got a 16. I got a 15 okay. to zero. So. You guys don't remember your deaths in their entirety but you do remember uh images kind of kind of flashback to you and the emotions paired with those images and uh you remember what you remember the moments before you remember what you were going to do and you see images of the moments leading up to your death you don't remember the exact moment of your deaths but you do remember the context surrounding it um and i will actually uh let you guys come up with that uh, yourself, if you'd like. Okay, I remember that I was with uh, Victoria. That's definitely a thing. It was probably super dramatic, like I got hit by a stage light or something. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, yeah, like you were up performing, and uh, a, a stage light, a, a saboteur. Yeah. Who hates the theater? Well, I mean, I was a spy. Uh, Maybe it was like one of my spy. Yeah, guys. yeah, one of your one of your spy guys <laughs> who hates the theater. Yeah. Um, Maybe Victoria was trying to stop it, and then yeah. they yeah, both yeah. ripped. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, like it, it was sabotaging. Uh, they were sabotaging the set, and a stage light fell down on top of uh, uh, on top of Alabaster. And uh, Victoria saw this, and instead of fighting off the theater hating hooligan, the theater haters. <laughs> the theater haters that yeah. evil spy organization yes. the next Bagoots Realm one-off confirmed yeah. <laughs> the theater theater haters. Haters. Um, but Victoria jumped out of the way well not jumped out of the way jumped into the way as a matter of fact to save Alabaster but unfortunately you both were caught and crashed to death R.I.P. Yep. it's all over the news but you wouldn't know yeah. because you're dead yeah. oh my god I just thought of something stupid what, what? okay so Imagine this situation. <laughs> You're working at Vyagas Klaus, 
Verolic Klaus. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm gonna have to remember that for this plan. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Do you have a whiteboard? Do, do I? Yes. No, wait, wait. She's in the back part. Do I? I unzip it. Yes. Yes. Pulls out a whiteboard. (laughs) You don't know from where, but it's there. I roll inside to see if this is some sort of dark magic. Okay. Or arcana, I guess. That's good. 21. It is. Holy shit. I say, awesome, we can use that dark magic later. Anyway. (laughs) I put a dry erase board and um, complete a beautiful... Whiteboard dry erase marker drawing of. You don't have a draw. You don't have yeah, a where'd you get the marker? Yuki pulls out another marker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, darling. Where is she getting these? Um, I realize I don't need the whiteboard for this. Here you go back, and I hand it back. It disappears in her hand. How is she doing this? <laughs> I love you, <laughs> He says, so here's the idea. I am going to disguise myself as Vixen but with really tatted clothes. And I'll say, help me, help me. Myself and a few more employees were kidnapped by the cell of rebels that are trying to rise above us. And then when they ask like, are you sure? I'll say yes, and they put an illusory me in my bed. I know it's hard to believe, here. And I'll whip out the ID. Hmm. And then y'all can have IDs too, but. Yeah. Huh? Might I add to your plan? Yes. Looking at this map, the fastest way from the security room out to the main workshop and the office and bunks and whatever is going to be through Mm -hmm. the storage room and the employee lounge. What if we go first and hide somewhere else, maybe in the kitchen, which is the shortest and through only the supply room then to get to the secret room that has marked with question marks, what if we hide once all of the security leaves to go investigate this mysterious situation? We scoot our boots over to that room and up the elevator we go and we're in. Okay, how are you guys going to get in? We sneak in first, that's what I said. And then you distract I mean, them with your vixen trick. Okay. I mean, we. If you guys think you can sneak in, I'm down for this plan. I, I'm not very sneaky. I got you. I'm sneaky, I'm very tiny. Yeah, you're very little. Okay, that's true. I gotta know to get you. And I got all the way back out. True. Could you unzip that? I can't yeah, hear I what un- you're I saying. Unzip it a bit. <sighs> I said I'm very sneaky. I'm tiny. I got in there to get you, and I got all the way back out. And Would she popped you right back be in. able to show us how you snuck in? I just walked in through the front okay, door, babe. Okay, well, then that means <laughs> we're going to have a really easy time. Cool. Yeah, it was oh, in that security. sweet spot. It was in that sweet spot, that transitional period. Everyone was Did going like- to bed. Security wasn't out yet. Did you, like, wait until a new episode of Grey's Anatomy was coming out so that the security room would be distracted or something? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) All right, thanks. Is it still on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's still playing. We gotta go. That's the the second incentive. We can't miss Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) I I had last week's episode, but I can't watch this week's because, I mean, dead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the Grey's Anatomy was you the whole time Oh, that's the twist of this one-off That's how you died, it was on Grey's Anatomy And they were doing your autopsy, but it was an actual real autopsy <laughs> So if we can get our way in um... <laughs> <laughs> Even in the separate 
one off. <laughs> K is still the one to get things back on track. Yeah, never change K. Should we go in one at a time so if one person is caught, the rest won't be compromised? Okay. We're probably more sneaky as single people rather than in a group. Okay. True. That does make sense, yes. So who's going with who? I should probably n sneak in with you because I got the gnome. Well, I, in my backpack. I think the gnome can go by herself. I think if the gnome goes first, we can follow her lead. But Piv, gnome backpack! My name is Inga, gnome dear. Backpack, no. Inga. Backpack, backpack no. gnome. No, my name Piff. is Inga. Backpack, no. Backpack no. Backpack no. Backpack no. Listen, li li no, no. She can return to the backpack, but I think once we we need to get in first for okay. any okay. of this to work. Okay, true. All right, I'm leaving the one shot if we don't do backpack. No, that's fine, dear. You can do whatever you like. <laughs> I think also, uh, you should probably say that you're going out to see uh. The staff thing. There's no need to worry about, you know, posting any guards up there. Who's you, oh, dear? Yeah, of course. Cool, cool. We we doing this? So is it the gnome? Should we go from smallest to tallest? So the more people can get through, most likely. Okay. Or should we worry about getting the largest ones through, and then the, it'll be easier for the smaller ones? Go first if anything happens. I can just beat him down. Mm. I mean, and attract a lot more attention, so we can get by <laughs> and leave you behind. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, if uh, if you get inside, you trigger an alarm, you'll have more backup if the smaller people are in there first. That's true as well. I still don't get why we don't just all, you know, say that we were beat up and go because in Because we're way. nobody, dear. The only one that could be somebody is... This young man here pretending to be Vixen. True. Bye. True. I think sneaking in and using him as a distraction to to lure the guards away from the security room while we continue to sneak right by because we're going to have to sneak right through it or right by it if we're going to get to that elevator. True. So hiding in the supply room. Let's mm, do it. <laughs> even the supply room might be risky if that's where they keep their weapons. But then we'll have the weapons if we're in there. No one else is. That's fair. And as if there's a lot of clutter, we can just hide behind that. Also, I think it would be good if the little dudes went first. Because then, if I'm caught, it's easy. It's like not as easy to pick me off. That's and also, you fair, could say, so. also, you could say that you just wandered out of bed because you sleepwalk. I do sleepwalk. That's true. All right, so... Us smaller ones will end up, perhaps, through the lounge and into the kitchen in those hallways between the kitchen and the supply room. Cool. Out of the direct path of the security room, because the fastest path seems to be through the storage room. Are we ready for this? All right. <laughs> we, ready, we planned our work, ready to work our plan? Yeah. Yeah. I loved that, dear. Let's that was, go. That was a cool one. Thank you. I learned it from All my right. dad. So uh, you guys are getting up and going? Yep. <laughs> All right, as you walk out, uh, Mish, the bartender, uh, holds up a pint and says, To our redemption! Then all the gnomes go, To our redemption! I thought we were supposed to be, like, hiding. Oh, no, we're still far away from it This right is now, a I secret think. pub, dear. 
but it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a secret pub. It's a, secret pub. It's a, the gnomes go. If it's a secret, then if we're yelling, when people find it, it won't be a secret anymore. It's rather far away. Okay. It's rather far away. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hopefully you enjoyed this first holiday special. Whew, wow, that's a some fancy business. <laughs> anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this uh, part one of Initiative Uprising. Uh, we had a really great time recording this little mini session. Um, first of all, I'd like to kind of apologize for uh, at the end of the last episode, I was like, hey, the next episode's going to be the next episode of Realms proper. Because um, we had a lot of different plans for how this holiday special thing was going to go. First, we thought it was going to be like a stream. We thought it was going to be something else. Sometimes we didn't even know what was going to happen. Um, but it eventually happened, and it was so long, it became a, a two-parter. So that's why this is part one. So if you just finished listening to that one, you thought, wow, I can't believe they ended the holiday special right there. Well, yeah, it's because it's not done yet. Part two is coming, um, and it's coming soon. We're actually going to have it done in a week. That's right. We're not doing a two-week deal. Uh, we're doing a one-week deal. Because in a week, um, that's when the next episode is going to be done. And we're going to put up the second part of Initiative Uprising. And we're going to get it all done before the end of 2017. Um, and that's pretty interesting. I think that um, for 2017, despite, you know, the occasional hiatus and stuff, we've had a pretty good first year of Spooky Realms 2017 was. So thank you all very much for being a part of it and making it happen. Speaking of being a part of things and making it happen, it's time for the Creator Spotlight, Jim Jam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> um, this creator spotlight is going to go to Lil Project 2 on Tumblr. Uh, they noticed a very interesting cinematic parallel between the scene in the reading room with the ink monster and a scene in Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed featuring the tar monster. A cinematic parallel that I adore to pieces, and uh, they made some fantastic art to go along with it, and it looks absolutely fantastic. We all love it. So, in this case, it's going to be weird because we've seen you in one week. So, how about that? Not the two-week break we usually have, one week. But after the one-week thing, it'll go back to a two-week schedule because uh, then I'll have time to put out the uh, the next episode of Realms and then we'll be recording a big battle on the Red Kraken ship. But until then, enjoy this wonderful campaign that was made by B because B did a fantastic job DMing this. Uh, we all had a blast and hopefully you all have just as much of a blast for this wonderful holiday romp. Uh, speaking of, um, by the time we're listening to this, by the time this comes out, um, I think a lot of the big holidays will either be about to happen or have already happened. Like, I know that, um, I think Hanukkah has already gone through all of its days. If I'm wrong on that, then I apologize. I'm, I meant to look all this up ahead of time, but I'm kind of running a bit down the barrel since we recorded this thing like two days ago. <laughs> um, to anyone who's celebrating anything, hopefully you have a wonderful holiday, and a fantastic new year up ahead. And until next time, see you next week for the closing parts of Uprising and Initiative Uprising. That's it. I tripped over my words. Initiative Uprising. See you in a week.